welcome to C3 Church to Bukit. We believe Jesus Christ gives life to the full, and we are called to live it and share it. We pray you enjoy this message today. Hello, C3 the Bukit. Salamat Harimingu. Uh, before I get into it this morning, I just want to say a special thank you to Pastor Rach for allowing me the opportunity to speak with you uh, this morning and today for part three of the series, The Battlefield of the Mind. Uh, I miss you all so much and I am very excitedly waiting to be able to come back to Bali uh, and to see you all again. And so before we get into it, uh, I'm just going to pray with you. So God, would you speak to us by your Holy Spirit right now? Father God, would you uh, show us how we can experience freedom uh, and victory in our minds right now? Lord God, give us strategies, show us how we can have that victory that you have won for us in our minds. In Jesus' name, amen. And so I believe that, that God is going to speak to you right now, that He wants uh, freedom in your mind even more than you could want it for yourself. You see, God is good and He wants His victory uh, to be uh, for you and His freedom for you. But it requires us to activate it and to receive it for ourselves. So when I was growing up, uh, every morning before school, uh, as I was getting ready, mum would put on the radio. And so one day a week, uh, they would have a, a competition on the radio where you can call up and uh, you could win tickets to the movies or to a sports game or to a concert. And so there are a few times when I called up and I was actually the winner of these tickets. And so I, I had the ticket, right? But in order for me to enjoy the event, in order for me to go to the movies, in order for me to enter the stadium, I had to use the ticket. I had to activate the ticket. Uh, in order to enjoy the experience. Uh, in 2 Corinthians 10 verse 5, Paul tells us that we demolish arguments and every pretension that sets itself up against the knowledge of God, and we take captive every thought to make it obedient to Christ. Awesome. So this is my main point for the message today, and that is that we have a promise, but we need to activate it. We have a promise, but we need to activate it. I'm going to try in the Indo. So, kita memiliki janji tapi kita harus mengaktifkannya. I hope that was, was all right. Uh, so, we have this promise. We have this promise, but it requires an action in order for us to live it out, in order us to, for us to have the victory in our lives. You see, we have the promise that we can take captive every thought that Jesus has won the victory over fear. He's won the victory over our anxieties, over our worry, over temptations, over these thoughts that go in our head. He has won the victory. And so it's like using a free ticket to get into a, an event or a movie or a sports game. You know, we have the ticket, but we need to activate it in order to be able to experience it. And see, when we're focused on our fear, when we're focusing on our circumstances around us, when we're focused on condemnation or temptation, we can't see Jesus in that moment. Our eyes are not on Jesus. We lose sight of Him. You see, we have the free ticket right there, but we're not using it the way that we could. And so it's like we're lowering our eyes. We're focusing on the things going on in our mind, the things going on around us, the fears that are keeping us captive. We're focusing on those things uh, rather than uh, looking to Jesus. And that makes us feel trapped. It makes us feel stuck where we are. 
you know, things like Pastor Cherry was talking about last week, our fears, our doubts, our, our worries, feelings of not being good enough and whatever it might look like for you. You know, it could be fear of the future. It could be fear of not knowing what's going to happen. It could be fear of people finding out about our sin. It could be fear of not being good enough, not being good enough to uh, be used by God, be used by God, not being good enough to uh, live out uh, the call that God has for us. It could be fear of not being able to get a job or not being able to keep our job. It could be fear of not having enough money to provide for ourselves or our families. It could be a fear of getting sick or getting hurt or getting uh, injured in some way. It could be anxieties about university or schoolwork or, or deadlines. It could be a temptation just keeps coming back or it could be regret of a, a past decision uh, that, that, has, that could hinder us. And so it's like these things, they're like ropes around us. They hold us back from the life to the full that Jesus has called us into. And, you know, if we have a rope of fear about not being good enough, then we're never going to be able to receive the promise of God that says you are loved, that you are loved just the way you are. If we have a rope of fear about not being able to get a job, then we're never going to be able to have the faith to see a change in our circumstances. If we have a, a rope of fear about people finding out about hidden sin or temptation, then we're never going to be able to be truly free of that sin or that temptation. And, you know, maybe it's been around for so long. It, it doesn't feel like just a rope. It feels like a chain. It, it's kept us stuck for so long that it feels like it's immovable. But the good news is that we're not stuck in this place because we have been given a promise. You know, we have this free ticket that God has given to us of freedom and victory that Jesus won for each one of us. However, it's, it's, unfortunately, it's not something that just magically means we never have a negative thought again, as, as nice as that would be. Uh, that's not quite how it works. And so when I was in high school, and even a few years after high school, after I'd graduated, I was constantly having this feeling that I wasn't good enough to be used by God. My mind was worried about this. My thoughts were constantly making comparisons between myself and, and those around me and, and looking at how everyone else was, was better at doing the things, uh, better, better at doing things than I was. My mind was constantly focused on thoughts of comparison. Uh, it led to fear. It led to me just focusing on my weaknesses. It led to anxieties that I was never going to be able to be used by God. It was like one of these ropes was being tied around me, that I was tied up. And as I was focused on these thoughts, I was never able to see the ways that God was using me or wanted to use me. Paul tells us in Philippians 4 verse 6, that we are not to be anxious about anything, but in everything by prayer and supplication with thanksgiving, let your requests be made known to God. And the peace of God, which surpasses all understanding, will guard your hearts and your minds in Christ Jesus. How amazing is that? That promise is, is awesome. And so we're called to pray. We're called to tell God about our fears. We're called to tell God about the things that worry us. He wants us to tell, uh, to tell him those things, the things that we need, the things that we struggle with. He wants to build that relationship with us. He wants to know. 
and, and have our hearts poured out and, and the things that are troubling our mind. He wants us to tell him about those things. And so this is what I began to do. I began to tell God what I felt like, that I felt like I wasn't good enough. I felt like I, I couldn't truly be used by him. I began to tell him that and I asked him, I asked for help. I said, God, help me to stop making comparisons with those around me. Help me to focus on the things that you have put in me. Help me to focus on the things that I am good at and replace those thoughts. As Pastor Cherry talked about last week, replacing those thoughts with, with thoughts uh, and promises that he has for me. I asked him to show me how I can be used and how I can make a difference for him. And at times it felt like a chain around me. It felt like I was using a little pair of, of kid's scissors trying to cut away at this chain. It didn't feel easy at times. But as I continued to do it, as I persisted to do it, and I believe the same for all of us, that as we continue to do this, as we continue to per persist, as we don't give up, as we continue to declare scripture over ourselves, over our minds, and continue to focus on Jesus and the victory that he's won for us, that we will see victory and freedom in our minds, in Jesus' name. And so this is what happened for me as I continually prayed, as I continually uh, asked God to help me and told him how I was feeling and was just really honest with God and just said, God, I, I can't do this on my own. God, I, I don't know how to get out of this. God, I, I need you. As I began to take these thoughts captive, as I realized that these thoughts were not from God, as I interrogated them, as I, uh, you know, quarantined them, and recognized they weren't from God and then replaced them and declared scripture and promises that I was loved, that I was made just the way I was meant to be, that, that God planned to use me uh, in, in his purposes. And as I did those things, these thoughts became less and less powerful. These thoughts of, and fears and worries and comparisons, they lost their power over me. And so the ropes around me, they were, they were cut off, they were burnt to the ground, they were gone, destroyed. And so I believe the same for each of us, that as we pray, as we take our thoughts captive, as we interrogate them, as we say, no, this is not from God, and we replace them with promises from God, that we will receive victory and freedom in our minds. And so my final thought uh, before we pray together is this. It's a question that I want you to each think about. So when was the last time that you took a moment to put everything else down, turn the phone off, turn the TV off, stopped doing work, turn the laptop off, turn Netflix off? When was the last time you put everything else down, not doing anything else, but just focusing on Jesus and his resurrection victory? And so... I was challenged by this thought as I was preparing this message over the past week that, you know, when was the last time that I just turned everything else off and just focused on Jesus and his resurrection and the victory that he's won? When was the last time that I received that for myself, that I thought about just how powerful that victory that Jesus won is? It's like we have the free ticket, but we're not using it the way that we could be. You know, if we're focusing our thoughts on our fears, on our worries, on the things that aren't working, then we can't receive the victory, right? But when our eyes are fixed on Jesus, when they're fixed on his resurrection power, fixed on his victory, 
then that's when we can see beyond our fears. That's when we can see beyond to the victory that Jesus has won for our minds and for us. And so as we pray right now, let's begin in that place. Let's focus on Jesus' victory and on his resurrection. You see, Jesus told us that he has overcome the world and he has gained victory over evil, that when he died and rose again three days later, that he won victory over death and evil. And so this means that we are free, that Jesus has victory over all of these negative thoughts, over fear, over worry, over temptation, over regret. You know, we are free of these things. And so what, just where you are right now, I want you to open your hands and let's, let's receive this. I want you to think about the resurrection of Christ. Think about how he won an incredible victory for us that we get to benefit from. And so right now, I believe that you are receiving that victory in your mind. God, would you our work that victory in every one of us? Lord God, pray out right now. Pray out so you can claim that victory. Jesus, I thank you that you have made us victorious, that you have given us victory over our thoughts. Lord God, we declare victory in our minds. We declare victory in our thinking patterns, Lord God, that you would have your way. We declare freedom from fear, freedom from intimidation, freedom from worry, freedom from anxiety, freedom from depression in Jesus' name. We declare, Lord God, that there would be a, an infilling of faith instead of fear. Lord God, that faith would be imparted in Jesus' name, that where there is fear of, of not being able to get a job, God, I declare faith to, to see a change in circumstances. Lord God, where there is anxiety uh, and worries about deadlines and, and issues going on in life, Lord God, that there would be peace and faith to see a change in Jesus' name. Lord God, where there is chaos, Lord God, chaos in our minds where there's just thoughts going all over the place. I declare peace and clarity of mind in Jesus' name. We declare your victory in this place, Lord God, your victory in every one of our minds. Let's just receive that right now and say, thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Jesus, for your victory. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord. In Jesus' name, amen. And so it's not an instant fix. It's not just a, a one-time thing that we, we do and we pray this pray a prayer like that and never have to worry about it again. But it's a process as we continue to, to take and, and claim that victory in our minds uh, and over ourselves that we will see fear, we'll see anxiety, we'll see worry, temptation. It will diminish and it will flee in the name of Jesus. And so I want you to think about what is your next step to receiving victory in your mind? You know, is it to find a scripture that you can declare over yourself and replace your fearful thoughts with that scripture and that promise? Uh, some of the promises that we've talked about today. Is it to take time out each day and to just think about, just like we have then and, and receive, think about the victory of Christ and, and receive that for ourselves that he won uh, when he rose from the grave? Is it to set a reminder to pray each day and uh, pray over our mind and our thoughts and tell God how we're feeling and, and ask him for help? Is it to begin to take captive every thought 
And when we have a, a thought that doesn't align with the promises of God, that says uh, it's something fearful or, or uh, something that tells us we're not good enough, we take captive that thought and realize that it's not from God and then replace it with a promise of God. And so whatever it looks like, let's take that step this week. Let's not let these thoughts continue to linger. Let's not let fear uh, continue to have a grip on us, but let's believe that Jesus' victory is gonna be good enough for us, that it's gonna set us free uh, and that we will see freedom in our minds. So let's activate that promise of freedom. Let's use that free ticket uh, to freedom and to victory to, uh, in our own lives. So God bless you, see through the book it, and I'll see you soon. Thanks so much for joining us today on this podcast. We hope you are inspired with this message. For more information about our church and our program, please visit c3thebookit.com.